Hi pals, welcome to The Exhibitionist. I'm Alice, as always. I'm currently sitting outside in the garden of the Camden Art Centre with Rose, who you know very well. Hello everybody. Yay! Um, Rose is joining us for the anniversary of our first I ever know. episode. It's so sweet, we should have gotten cake. Or... We, should have, we should be <laughs> celebrating. I have a coffee, Rose has a soda. Yeah. This is our celebration. Yeah. Cheers. Um, it's really beautiful here. Yeah, I, I think love it's this just garden. every time I come, the outdoor space is as pleasing as the gallery. As the gallery, I'm just, it's a very yeah. beautifully designed space. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Good cafe Good as cafe. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we are at the Camden Art Centre. There are two exhibitions on at the moment, which is pretty much the standard run of things. There mm -hmm. are two fairly small gallery spaces here, mm -hmm. and they show work exclusively by living contemporary artists. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing we saw was a small one-room show by an artist called Jennifer T called Let mm -hmm. It Come Down. Yeah, and it was just beautiful. It I really gorgeous. enjoyed the materials. There was a lot mm. of interesting color, like the way that everything kind of blended together so that you had a very distinctive, it was bright colors and a really, really interesting textures. Surprisingly calming and pleasant use of neons. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I never thought I'd feel that way about neon wool. <laughs> yeah, but, but just soothed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it was contrasted really well with some of like the ochre colors. So there was like mm. some natural palette colors and then these very bright pops that didn't feel overwhelming. No. And I wonder, I mean, that's at least partially down to the fact that the galleries here are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. They've got beautiful wooden floors, huge, on a day like this, open high windows, ceilings, breeze. massive windows. Yeah. So you get this like beautiful spaciousness yeah. in the galleries even when there's quite a lot of stuff in there they yeah. feel very open and yeah. really welcoming yeah um t is a dutch artist with mm. indonesian and chinese heritage mm -hmm. so this piece uh this exhibition was really interesting and she used lots of materials that relate to that heritage yeah, yeah the tulips which i wouldn't have even noticed like it, when i saw it because i guess i saw that um piece reproduced and yeah. I thought it was acrylic paint mm. seeing it printed on a small scale but seeing it up close it's very easy to see oh this is the shape of the petal and yeah. it's been lacquered and then put on so this is the titular work of the show let it come down yeah. which is yeah made exclusively of two very specific kinds of tulips the queen of the night and the Rembrandt tulip petals oh, wow uh, so it's nice to have a little reference to Rembrandt in there as yeah. well um, and they've been pressed and dried and then, yeah, applied almost like tiles yeah. to paper to make this huge mural piece. Mm -hmm. That has sort of this zigzag shape that picked up on oh, the zigzag. Gorgeous. In like the knitted works. Yeah. There's a lot of like angles, like very mm, but angular things. It was, what was interesting was that they were angles and sharp lines made by soft materials. Yeah. So petals or like beautifully curving ceramic or mm. wool but used to create these very sharp chevrons, yeah, which yeah. was quite lovely. It was, it was really lovely. And another thing that was interesting to me, as someone who does a lot, like as a reader, I guess, is mm. there were books in the exhibit yes. that were there for you to pick up and kind of engage with. And one of my mm. favorite poets was on the list. Yeah, so there so, was this yeah. beautiful, uh, yeah, there was an artwork called, um, well, it was a, two pieces actually, Revolt, which was a bright yellow painted chair, and the Resist stack of books, which was a, yeah, a pile of books, some of them marked with uh, little uh, tags to show you, like, highlight key passages, but they include things like, so, Maggie Nelson's Bluettes, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and you were saying you really love the... Uh, oh, Anne Carson. She's one of my yeah, favorite Anne poets. Carson yeah. is and, on there. Yeah, there's, like, some Toni Morrison, Adrian Rich. It's, like, a really interesting yeah. mix of artists who had their own sort of take on all of the different subjects that also come up. So it's really interesting, I think, for an artist mm. to bring in other artists and be like, these are the, maybe, people whose work informs yes. mine, or like, you get to reflect on this person 
they've made a contribution yeah. to the field that I'm working in and this is how I engage with them yeah so it was really interesting yeah, yeah. So that's, that some, cool. that's something else the Camden Arts Centre have a reading room and yeah. for their exhibitions there will always be this small room set aside so that there will be a selection of books chosen by the artists yeah. that they think are relevant to their work yeah so you can go in and just sit and read and kind of immerse yourself in that yeah. which I think is fantastic yeah I really it's appreciate also really that. fun to because it makes it feel um engaging mm. sort of reflective you can have a sense of like oh this is an interesting idea yeah and if you kind of want to engage with the artist more or learn more about it because I didn't really know anything about Jennifer T before no. we came but then there's also like a exhibition book from some of her previous exhibitions mm. so you can read that text and yeah, yeah it just gives you a chance to kind of dig in to definitely some of the things they present. and it's I mean really this fun. also relates so she there's a little information leaflet that you get as you mm. go in that references the fact that she considers the the selective readings from these extra from these books as uh, interacting with the sculptures in the space mm -hmm. so you're encouraged to sit down or lie down on these knitted uh, rugs that lie yeah. on the floor but they're, they're sculptures as well they're not just plain textiles so she encourages you to come in to make yourself comfortable yeah. with her work yeah. and considers the <laughs> we are outside in a beautiful garden, but also right next to the road. Right next to the road, which is, we're you know. back on our classic background noise <laughs> bullshit. Um, yeah, so she considers the poetry readings an integral part of the sculpture. Yeah. Which is interesting. Which is fascinating. It gives you a sense of like, oh, I'm supposed to sit with this for longer. It's not just yes. a visual engagement. I'm supposed to mentally engage with it and in a kind of leisurely way. Definitely. Um, yeah, I thought that was really beautiful. I was interested to read a little not knowing anything about her um about her heritage that you know she uses she makes reference to that in quite subtle ways the use of ceramics and she uses some glazing techniques that i mm -hmm. think come from traditional chinese ceramics but the uh dyes and textures that she's working with with her fabric reference um mm -hmm. dutch indonesian trade routes yeah and these kind of bright colours that you get from the batik fabrics yeah, and that originate in Indonesia. Tulips themselves. The tulips so as well. Yeah, really um, interesting. Yeah, and I mean some of the titles of her work make reference to things like Tao and there's this sense of an engagement with a multi-layered history. Yeah, and it's neat because it's like she puts it together for herself so it's mm. about her kind of constructing this part, this sense of identity that's very, like has yeah. a very clear language about like oh, I use these sort of textures and I think what was interesting too for me was like on the ceramics for the glazing the colors were interesting in the way they interacted with the different fabric colors right. so there'd be some contrast there'd be but it felt very cohesive mm. because there was that sense of like yeah and the juxtaposition of uh textures as well so you get these kind of hard ceramics that are made to look very soft mm -hmm. with the glazes that kind of disrupt knitted pieces yeah things would be laid over them so it'd be like it would give it actual like texture like something would be yeah, under it oh, yeah, just, yeah, or placed on top interaction that's really yeah. lovely there yeah, nice. um, and you know as part of that there's this sense that this is her very specific and personal narrative of resistance and rebellion yeah. but she leaves space for other people so you know among the books are works by um, uh, Toni Morrison and Audrey Lord and I will put the I'll put the um, reading list up if people yeah. are interested. It's really interesting because there's, yeah. there's a fantastic mix of things on there that all engage with these kind of themes in very different ways. And I enjoy it because resist is also a technique in ceramic glazing, so it's really? like really yeah. Uh, you have a wax resist. Okay. I guess actually wax resist you could do that also for etching. And anyway, how it's does just that like work? A nice, I, I don't know much put about down, ceramics. 
<laughs> ah, it's been a long time, but I think you put the wax down mm -hmm. over and it prevents the glaze from setting in those areas. Yes, I think that's okay, how it works. no, that makes mm -hmm. sense. Someone um, should double check me on that yeah. because it's been a long time, but no, but that sounds familiar. Yeah. So, so that's, it's fun because really like, there's a lot of puns. Yeah. Because there's also a lot of Shakespeare references, apparently, um, in well, the titles. Well, Let It Come Down is a quote yeah. from I Missed Which Play That Came From, but one of them. Yeah, so I feel like it's really a fun, great. there's also all of these. Yeah, this sort of network of references and allusions. Mm. And it feels well, really fun because she puts together her Yeah, and she kind of knits web. it together in a really interesting yeah. way. Yeah, so it was great. I, yeah, I'm really excited to see more of her work right. other places. I mm. feel like that's the thing. Often I come to Camden Art Center and I'm like, I can't wait till this person is in a good... It's a tiny space, so there's a part of me that's like, I can't wait till this person's in a large gallery so yeah. I can see. I mean, that's something Which... Camden do incredibly well, is that they'll take often quite early career artists yeah. they'll give them space to do research and work development in the studios here yeah. and there's a really lovely oh because they have interaction that not internship residencies so yes. they'll have that yeah. yeah so i think tan's work may have come out of a residency here yeah i will double check that but yeah there's always some really fantastic um there's a sense that the galleries are real crucible for that kind of work yeah and i think that's wonderful yeah yeah and it's nice to think like this is a really great artist who i'd love to see doing Definitely. A large scale yes. installation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, really fun. So the next exhibition was quite different. It was. Mm. Uh, Except for there were still some neon. Paintings. There was still some neon, which was <laughs> so that great. Was the... There was some neon and there was some beautiful texture in it. Yeah. Uh, this was a show by Daniel Richter called Lonely Old Slogans. Um, Richter was another artist I didn't really know his work. 